Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Um, salam Jumaat, salam integrasi akli dan nakli daripada saya Dr. Nuri Rizal Roslan, Timbalan Pengarah Institut Sains Islam, Universiti Sains Islam Malaysia mengalu-alukan kedatangan semua uh, kepada uh, kepada semua uh, untuk mendengar siri syarahan Sains Islam uh, kita yang pertama untuk tahun ini 2022 dengan yang bertajuk Human versus Humanoid Robot yang akan disampaikan oleh uh, Profesor Dr. Rosalina Abdul Salam uh, yang juga merupakan, kini merupakan dekan uh, di uh, Fakulti Sains dan Teknologi uh, Universiti Sains Islam Malaysia. Okay, uh, so terima kasih uh, Prof kerana sudi uh, menerima jemputan kami uh, untuk uh, menjadi uh, penceramah uh, kami yang pertama untuk uh, siri syarahan Sains Islam bilangan satu tahun ini. So terima kasih uh, Prof atas kesudian. Okay, so uh, sebelum uh, kita mendengar uh, syarahan daripada Prof. Dr. Rosalina, uh, saya ingin uh, share sebesedikit latar belakang mengenai Prof. Okay, so um, uh, currently uh, Prof. Uh, Dr. Rosalina Abdul Salam is the Dean at the Faculty of Science and Technology University of Science Malaysia. Right, so she received her um, Bachelor of Science Honours degree in computing in 1992 from Leeds Metropolitan University, United Kingdom, uh, and uh, she returned to the United Kingdom in uh, 1996 to further her studies, where she obtained her Master of Science degree in Engineering in Advanced Software Engineering from 1996 to further her study in 1997, and followed by her PhD in Computer Science from University of Hull in 2000. She later became a lecturer at the University Science Malaysia in 2000, a senior lecturer in 2005 and an associate professor in 2007. Uh, later, she becomes a professor in computer science at the University Science Islam Malaysia in uh, 2010. She has served um, uh, as a chairperson for software engineering program at the School of Computer Sciences USM, Uh, head Diploma Program uh, of the Stanford College, USM Franchise Program, Computer Science Mixed Mode Program Coordinator, USM, also as the Director of Research Management Center, USIM, uh, the Chairman of Faculty Research Committee in USIM, uh, and also has served before as the Director of US, uh, Islamic Science Institute, USIM, and uh, Chairman of the Academic uh, Promotions Committee, USIM. Her current research interests uh, include artificial intelligence, image processing, speech processing, pattern recognition, and interactive digital media applications in education. Um, and uh, so she has presented more than uh, 40 talks as a keynote and invited speakers where she has participated in exhibitions and receives uh, many awards at uh, the international and national level. Okay, so uh, without uh, further ado, uh, I would like to invite uh, Professor Dr. Rosalina Abdul Salam to give her talk uh, entitled Human versus Humanoid Robot. Dipersilakan, Prof. Okay, Alhamdulillah. Uh, thank you to Dr. Nuruliza for uh, quite a lengthy uh, introduction of myself. So, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh to all the audience. And Alhamdulillah, thank you to Allah for his blessings that we are able today to meet virtually. So, and uh, first of all, I would like to thank you to ISI, Islamic Science Institute, uh, for inviting me 
and organizing this uh, sharing session uh, for all of us. Thank you very much. And this is actually a small sharing. So I think just now, just been mentioned by Dr. Nurliza, my background is actually in image processing and uh, speech, okay? So it's part and parcel of a robot, okay? Those are the key parts, uh, component of the robots when we talk about uh, robotics. Uh, so uh, the eyes and the ears and the speech are actually the, the, the most important uh, component and obviously the AI or the artificial intelligence, okay? So uh, this is quite a, a big topic actually, uh, very broad. So what I'm going to do is uh, to give a very... Um, a uh, brief uh, overview first to all so that we can have uh, some kind of a simple background uh, for because I can see the audience are not all from the sciences. So hopefully that uh, uh, this, uh, some introductions can also help uh, people to get to know about uh, robots itself. Okay, uh, so uh, in this talk, uh, I will start with uh, robot, the past person. Then a little bit of sharing uh, about the uh, humanoid robot and the human relationship. And then finally, we'll talk a bit about the humanoid robot versus human from the Islamic perspective. So these are the, the diagrams, actually, some of the uh, existing that uh, we have, okay, the robots that we have. So let's have a look at this one, okay. So when we talk about a uh, robot, okay, uh, it can be as simple as uh, a small gadget uh, with a technology. Uh, so uh, Shadoof is uh, uh, an invention uh, before century, okay, 3000 before century. Mm -hmm. And this is actually for an, is an irrigation tool. It's a crane-like tool. So that uh, even at that time, uh, they already have some basic principles of uh, a robot itself. Okay, so I'm not going to go through all through the timeline from the before century. I, I jump or I skip uh, from uh, one century to another. So then the first programmable musical robot band or actually the first program um, robot uh, is actually invented by Al Jazari. So uh, this has been shared also in the book of knowledge of ingenious mechanical devices written in 1206. Okay. And so this has also been um, commented by Professor Noel Shaki. So Professor Noel Shaki is actually uh, uh, a professor in Sheffield University. He's also my supervisor during um, my master's when I was doing autonomous mobile robot at that time in 1996. Okay, So then he argued that this is quite likely that it was an early programmable uh, automation and has produced a possible reconstruction of the mechanism. Because what happened is this musical band actually uh, operate by itself uh, through the mechanical devices and change the, the expressions of the uh, persons there or the, the I mean, the, the, the not, not the human there, the dolls or the gadgets there to, to show that they can change the faces according to the rhythms. Uh, so this is actually uh, been stated as uh, one of the first programmable uh, musical robot, and this is by Al Jazari. And we know that Al Jazari invented quite a lot, uh, quite a number of mechanical devices as well. So then, in 1939, there's uh, Electro the robot and Sparkle the dog. 
So this is actually about the rhythm as well as what Al Jazari did uh, earlier. Uh, and this was presented in World's Fair, uh, whereby that uh, this robot can move its head and arms. Okay, If you look at the earlier one invented by Al Jazari, whereby uh, also the faces expressions uh, differs from one song to another song. So, so basically, this is slightly the advancements of the uh, um, musical uh, instruments. And together, this one can also move the head, arms, and also even smoke cigarettes. Okay. So then uh, I jumped to 1961. So this is more like when we talk about the, the industrial revolution. Okay. And this is one of the first mass produced industrial robot. Um, begins its works at General Motors. Okay. Then next, uh, this is the first AI actually, uh, Shaky the robot. So more or less, even the, the AI, artificial intelligence term being coined in 1960s. So then in 1970, uh, Stanford Research uh, Institute uh, come up with a shaky robot. Okay, And this is actually the, the first mobile robot controlled by AI. So and uh, in shaky robot, they have the TV camera, the laser range finder, and also bump sensors, whereby it's already autonomous at the moment, even though it's not as what we see nowadays uh, when we talk about autonomous mobile robot. But we can see this um, uh, even in 1970s already. Okay. Then next now, okay, uh, I jump. As I say, I jump from like 1970s to the current uh, scenario, which is the current situation more or less. So um, we already have a robot uh, for surgery. So we know that uh, easily that some of the surgery, uh, surgery, surgical procedures can be done by these uh, advanced robots. And we also have agricultural robots are helping uh, for our agricultural area or the farmers. And also we have uh, military in military. So if we look at uh, in United States, they are targeting to have more robots than humans by 2025. So we are already now in 2022. And this article is actually in 2018. So it's not far because uh, robots, moving robots, uh, especially in military, agriculture and, and uh, uh, in medical, there are plenty of robots uh, around us already. So what we're talking today is more uh, into uh, humanoid robots. Okay, Earlier, when we talk about some of these earlier robots, we're not really focusing on the humanoid robots. But today, when we, uh, we, we keep on hearing that people are talking about humanoid robots. So humanoid robots is actually a human-like robot. Okay, basically, uh, what they are inventing is a robot that has similar features like a human. Uh, so obviously, it comes from uh, many, many disciplines. Okay, If we look at how people invent a robot, obviously, they are from the me mechanical devices, so the motors, the sensors. Okay, And then uh, after that, they also start to have uh, this one. Okay, On the right-hand side here is actually uh, the tissues. Okay, So... Uh, when uh, they, they, they are coming out with this uh, biohybrid robot whereby it can uh, create its own uh, tissues or uh, skin uh, by itself. And so far, it can last uh, a few weeks, but uh, research still been done so that it can last longer. 
and uh, it can repair by itself because we know in the area of sciences, especially material sciences, uh, there are such things that, uh, you know, the, the, the cells can grow. And uh, so this is what they are putting on our robot. And another thing is uh, also uh, they already have, okay, these are actually uh, around 2018, about how uh, robots can now grow human organs. So uh, they, I mean, they invent robots. And the robot has been designed to grow human organs using stem cells. Okay, so what we are seeing here that um, a lot of uh, the tasks can be done by uh, robots. And we are talking now about the humanoid robots. And over and above, scientists also build a robot that gets period. Uh, so meaning that uh, they have periods. I mean, because what they are trying to invent is similar to a human. So and we talk about uh, this artificial heart, okay? So because nowadays we people, humans, okay, we ourselves uh, are also using some mechanical devices in our body, right? Uh, so this is what we are saying that uh, the combination of both uh, is happening at the moment. And uh, of course, there are a lot of questions uh, people are asking. Is this really true? Is a uh, robot can uh, become really uh, human-like? Uh, obviously, uh, the answer will be yes. Okay, but of course, we have uh, we later we see uh, more arguments on that. So then, uh, in year two thousand, okay, uh, this is another uh, one of the humanoid robot being introduced uh, from Honda. So then we have Nadine. Okay, Nadine. Later on, actually, I have a, a small, uh, I mean, a short video uh, that I'll be sharing later. So uh, Nadine been uh, developed by Nadia, Professor Nadia uh, at the uh, University of Singapore, okay, uh, Nanyang Technological University Singapore. And then uh, we also have uh, companionship or even uh, people are saying that these are the sex robots in 2017 and 2018. And then in 2019, uh, another robot, but uh, this one, the face doesn't look like uh, yeah, the, uh, the Harmony and Henry Solana, okay, those are the companionship or the sex robots. And then we have 2019, we have uh, another robot that been created uh, so that to set up habitats on Mars prior to uh, human arrival. So if we look at this, uh, we can see that that, that far that uh, what's happening in the uh, technology world and the science and technology uh, area, Okay, the advancement that are uh, happening uh, very quickly, uh, as we know that the technology now are moving exponentially compared to when we look at like 1970, where the first AI robot been invented. But currently, because uh, it's been like uh, parts and pieces from different research area been combined by some of the giant companies like Honda, uh, Tesla, Okay, so they are funding and they are combining to make this happen, uh, the humanoid robot. Okay, so uh, let's look now. The, the second part is about the humanoid robot and uh, also about the relationship, uh, what actually we have. Okay, So here, um, one of the, uh, the robot here is uh, Sophia. Okay, uh, as we know, or most of us are aware about this, that Sophia been granted uh, a citizenship by Saudi Arabia. Uh, okay, but being granted by, sorry, uh, this a bit. So uh, for these uh, humanoid robots, okay, we continue with this. Uh, so Sophia, okay, we know that it's been granted a citizenship by Saudi uh, Arabia. 
so then uh, now that was in 2017 and uh, end of last year, uh, Sophia uh, now want to have a robot child. Okay, because what happened is when we train a robot, okay, we, when we train the robot uh, about a lot of knowledge, okay, uh, so the, the robot can actually uh, retrain itself. So in artificial intelligence, actually, we have supervised and unsupervised. Maybe later when I go a bit on the AI itself, uh, I will explain on that. So this is what can happen because the knowledge that we put uh, in a robot, let's say we say that, uh, uh, okay, this is how what happened to human and whatnot. Of course, the reproduction is not there, but uh, because of the the training uh, data that we already include in the robot, so uh, basically uh, whatever that the robots can come uh, and talk to us is from the experience and also from what we uh, train the robot. Okay, then uh, Elon Musk. Okay, uh, about Tesla, saying that. Um, Human not robot is coming in 2022. So this is actually their promise. And now it's already 2022. So this is the beginning of 2022. And he promised that it'll be one of a Tesla bot will be coming soon. So this is actually a, a very friendly claim uh, by uh, Elon Musk. Uh, and it can eliminate dangerous, repetitive and boring uh, tasks and it has the, the height, the weight, uh, the speed that uh, it can walk, okay, it can move uh, and uh, a few other things and how much that it can lift, okay, how many pounds, about uh, 10 pounds, okay. Uh, then we also already have this, which is again end of 2021, um, it's a nurse to care for elderly feeling of connection. So what we are looking at here is uh, my personal view is nothing wrong for us to come up with a humanoid robot uh, because a humanoid robot can uh, assist us uh, in a lot of uh, daily, our daily lives. Okay, But it's just that to what extent this uh, robot can um, uh, grow or how far that uh, robot uh, freedom can be given so that those are the things that always that uh, people been asked and uh, also people are talking that is it really that we can have a robot so uh, and this is another one a robot that sweats okay we saw that just now the robot can have a period okay and then uh, a skin uh, like human uh, type okay not exactly the same but quite similar to the human skins and it can grow as well so now they also have uh, humanoid robots workouts uh, and it can also sweat okay so this is kangaroo so this is what uh, happened and then for this kangaroo actually the the, the way that it's been built up so if we look at a human anatomy and uh, about physiology uh, I'm not the experts in that area, but uh, as what a uh, general uh, knowledge, okay? So we see that uh, whatever that been created for the robot is actually is the imitation. Uh, this is the human body and this is the imitation, okay? The imitation of the uh, robot. So what they are producing, uh, even though like Nadine just now, Sophia and uh, Kangoro or whatnot. So this is the, the most important part is the underlying under the skin, okay? Uh, so this is the human structure and then this is the robot. So if we look at it, uh, it has uh, 1,580s uh, parts, okay? So here, uh, see, I mean, it's quite close. So whatever components that they put up, uh, trying to be uh, imitating uh, what humans uh, have. 
So uh, obviously, some of the motors, because our joints, um, so we have a tiny, tiny joints in our body. So this is what they keep on enhancing because the current robot, if you look uh, like this one, even though it's a humanoid robot, but it's still quite stiff. Okay, the movement is not as soft as how we can move around or uh, lifting our hands. Okay, it's still quite stiff. So uh, the target is actually in another next 10 years. So the robot with the skins and with the movement, uh, like human-like, will be uh, around. So that's what the promises and that's what from the research that people are talking. But it can be uh, sooner than that. Okay, the target is around 2035. So you might be able to have uh, someone sitting beside you, but it's actually a robot. Even though we see this in the fiction, uh, in the movies, uh, but uh, soon um, it's possible to become a, a reality. Okay, so um, when we look at uh, this, okay, we have um, the hardware, okay, humanoid robots. These are the most uh, famous, the current uh, uh, five to six robots that are very famous. So um, when we look at our physical bodies, of course, we have bones, we have a lot of our parts, okay, we have skins. So, but for the robot, the hardware is about the cameras, so our eyes. Uh, so it's about the 3D death cameras. So it has the microphone the webcam, and lots and lots of sensors, uh, motors, and a lot of mechanical parts. Uh, but the core component, even though the hardware is uh, very important and with the nanotechnology uh, whatnot, uh, but the software is actually the main component that uh, doing the processing part. So then uh, here is uh, for the software, it's about the machine perception. So about gestures, about emotions. So that's why some of the robots can smile, uh, can show some face that uh, sad faces. Okay. And then it has a chat box uh, so that it can um, uh, keep all the, the voices and then how to uh, counter back or give a, a bit of speech again. So this is about the natural language processing. And then obviously we have the motor control and neural networks and lots and lots of uh, algorithms. So this is actually the basic fundamentals of uh, the humanoid robots creation. So um, I do have this, but I might have some problems. Uh, I'll try my best to present uh, a bit of a video just to show because we are seeing the uh, just the image just now. So uh, the, the the five top humanoids robots. So you can see uh, in a short while that I'll show you the, the video. And then uh, actually we have a little Professor Einstein and already in the market whereby we can purchase it already. We have a little Sophia also in the market, but we saw just now a big Sophia. Um, okay, here is actually the big Sophia. Uh, and has been interviewed everywhere uh, in the media as well. And Sophia is the one being granted the citizenship. And uh, we have Jia Jia, quite beautiful. And we have Erika, Nadine and Junko. So um, uh, what I'm saying is we can have a look, but then uh, these are not on the market yet. They are available uh, for showcases and they are also working. Actually, Nadine is uh, working already. Uh, I'll show you later about that. And then we have, uh, but Professor Einstein, the little version, uh, and the little Sophia is actually in the market already. Uh, so let's continue with the 
uh, slides, okay, the presentation. So this is actually just to show that, uh, actually I do have like the little Sophia and also the uh, little uh, Einstein uh, and Emeka. Uh, but maybe I'll share later the link of the YouTube will be much easier because watching here might be, I think the sound doesn't, um, doesn't sound that uh, pleasant. So, um, uh, I mean, these are the videos actually uh, I prepared. I mean, but those are just uh, from YouTube videos. So I'll give you the link so that you can also see the whole, the five top humanoid robots. And you saw like just now that uh, one of it, uh, Jimmy Ko, okay, uh, is... Uh, uh, his face and uh, very similar to the his like human like, uh, and also uh, Sophia without hair. But when they put up the the hairs and whatnot, then you can see that uh, they really look like uh, humans. Okay, and just to let you also know that um, you know that uh, for waiter, uh, we can purchase. So there are these uh, available uh, robots around. Uh, you can have uh, people like the at the tour the tourist center okay so this is uh, this is about the cost of a robot uh, currently so for the one not so intelligent i would say uh, very uh, limited knowledge uh, so you can get it at the cheaper prices depending on how much uh, components on that robot uh, plus on what a kind of uh, task that been given so uh, currently when we talk about humanoid robot obviously uh, we, they are going to put a lot more into it so of course the the, the cost will be much more uh, but we should know that uh, because uh, the current uh, situation is um, uh, Sophia is going to be mass production I mean uh, it's going to go for mass production soon so meaning that when it goes for mass production so we can easily purchase like all these uh, available robots already of course there are many plenty of uh, AI uh, toys okay robot toys available as well so when we talk about uh, the relationship uh, about uh, robot and um, human so you can see that um, this is what happening. Uh, so when we start to create uh, more robots, and especially when we talk about humanoid robots or kind of a living, like this is like the dog, okay, robot pets, okay. So here, a Chinese man marries a robot he built himself. Uh, so this is uh, what's happening uh, out there, okay. And then uh, for these uh, robot dogs, okay. Uh, they send off uh, funerals uh, for the dogs. Okay? We, we must understand that because uh, they, even though it's not a living thing, but they create that as a thing. Uh, so this is what uh, they believe. Uh, so that, that's uh, what they did for the uh, robot dogs. And this is uh, happening around us. So um, uh, going to another section here is actually when we talk about, now we are talking about creating the robot, but uh, maybe we can pause and look at ourselves, okay? Are we kind of like similar to a robot? Okay, so if we are doing a routine task and if we are doing just a simple, normal routine uh, and uh, especially, I mean, we're not talking about religion yet, Okay, so uh, obviously it's possible that we are also becoming similar like what uh, the humanoid robot is. So we can see that, uh, okay, death from overwork killed 63 teachers in Japan over 10 year period. Because we, we uh, physically, we are not as uh, fit as the robot, but we train ourselves to do lots of tasks. So because we are doing a repetition, 
Okay, uh, so this is something that, uh, you know, uh, instead of asking uh, robots becoming more human, we need to ask uh, humans becoming more robotic. So we can see that nowadays people are, um, I mean, uh, going to go beyond certain things. They are just doing lots and lots of works without, uh, you know, a proper, uh, they, 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 do, they don't pause and see what actually we are doing because we are doing our routine job. Uh, so this is what uh, a big concern in the um for us to, to look as well. So then um, next actually come about when we talk about God, okay? So we have God in the machine. So what robots teach us about humanity and God. So there's also a book about this. And I have quite a good video. It's actually uh, talking about uh, Buddhism um, and then uh, even um, Jews, okay? Having robots. I'm not sure whether... Um, if you want, I, I can share, but it's just that the video doesn't... Is it okay that just now, the video? Uh, is the video okay just now? It's okay that I can share one more video about... The video the... okay. It's just the sound, lah, but the video okay. is okay. Okay, I'll just show one more video uh about the about the religion uh and that's from the bbc actually about religion and robot because uh, as we know earlier there was a church uh ai church uh but recently it's been shut down uh so uh the obsession in uh, artificial intelligence is like uh quote unquote going a bit crazy in certain areas so uh so then people start talking about uh religion uh, and also uh, God, okay, uh, and robot, sorry. So let me share again one more video. Okay, so it's quite a lengthy video, so that's why I skipped through, but uh, I can provide the links and you can uh, listen to the comments about different uh, religion uh, and uh, how they are talking about the AI. And uh, because what happened is they are creating uh, these robots and obviously later on it's going to be like physically look like a human being. So uh, meaning that to, to have like a teacher robot, so that is possible, but obviously uh, some religion are okay with it and some are not. So let's look now at uh, what is actually and how is our, um, as a Muslim, okay, uh, how is uh, our, our belief and whether uh, robots uh, can be like a human or whether it's not. Okay, uh, as simple as, uh, okay, we look at uh, for sciences, uh, when we learn uh, basic science at school, at our, even at primary school, we learn about living things and non-living things. So now if we look at robot, definitely we will categorize it as uh, do not breathe, eat, grow and reproduce, then it becomes non-living things. Okay. So living things are actually uh, those that can breathe, eat, grow, and then move and reproduce and have senses more or less. So that comes from humans, plants, and animals. So when we are uh, as Muslim, okay, we believe. I mean, uh, in uh, I mean, of course, there are other religions around, uh, but for us, uh, as simple as we look at the Creator. Okay, so we look at uh, the, the names, okay, the 99 names and only one name, uh, just only out of those 99s, there are many, many uh, things there, but only one is the Al-Khalid, so it's the creator. So, of course, creation by God uh, is actually governed the Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim as well. 
so what we are, I'm saying here is like uh, when God created us, and now people, human like us, are creating robots that are actually imitating us. Uh, so uh, obviously we are given the freedom to create uh, because of uh, the, the brain that we have, the mind, the knowledge that we have. We can create things. We do invent things that do, to help us in, in a lot of tasks. So, But this is the greatness of Allah. So, uh, And uh, those are the surah that have been stated. Uh, Allah is the creator of all things and he is overall things, disposer of affairs. Okay. So uh, let's look at the facts. So and another thing, actually, the first verses that uh, the first word of the Quran, not the, not just the first verses, but the first word is about ikra. So when we talk about uh, ikra, it's actually uh, about um, gathering or observation or even reading. So it's all in together. So what uh, what happened is. Um, how this started, how all this started for the AI. So earlier we look at the, the robots inventions, okay, it started uh, slowly from the programmable and then it comes to the intelligence part. So then we call it AI. So those are around 1960s because why we call it AI is actually whatever all the algorithms, I mean, meaning that all the algorithms that been uh, created uh, or been developed uh, actually uh, the imitation from the nature. So that's why the word ikra is the observations of what happened around Earth. Uh, around Earth is uh, something that uh, very, very important. Uh, and that is actually the first word that uh, in the Quran the, uh, verses. Okay, so if we look at how uh, these people start to come out with all these inventions, it is started slowly by bits by bits and they are plenty of algorithms. So imagine just now like Sophia, Nadine, uh, and even uh, other humanoid robots. So each of the component, uh, as I said, that my, my, my background is actually in image processing. So we capture images and we to try to understand what are the objects uh, or the images are all about. And then we do take uh, voices. Uh, voices, it can be like to, to I mean, we do research on uh, behavior, uh, the voices, the intonation of different uh, varieties of, uh, because sometimes people scream uh, or speak gently. So those are about emotions and behaviors from the voices. So those are a very tiny part of the humanoid robots. But uh, the bottom bottom line is, of course, when we talk about images, we talk about voices, these are available, the cameras, uh, the microphone, the webcam are available. But then behind it, behind whatever that we are capturing, either the voices or the images, is actually the processing power. So the processing power is the most important part, as I mentioned earlier, even the movement of the mechanical parts just now. So, and uh, all of this is uh, the fundamental or the basic principles, uh, again, about nature. So these are all nature-based algorithms. So uh, we have, uh, as an example, we have AIS, we have biological immune system, we have end colony optimization, so it's about ants movement. We have uh, artificial bee, actually. We have artificial bee, we have artificial neural networks. It's the most or widely used. When I was in Sheffield, uh, at that time, we were using reinforcement learning 
for those who knows that uh, actually is a basic a part of the neural networks and we use that for the autonomous mobile robots uh, in Sheffield at that particular time so uh, and most of the the current uh, work uh, we we heard about deep learning okay for those in the area maybe you've heard about this so those are actually um based on the the brain how the brain functions okay oops so then we have genetic algorithm uh, about the evolution concepts and then we have a honeybee okay and uh, and we have weed optimization uh, because how the weed grows so basically it's all bottom line is people observe and they imitate what happened in the uh, nature and they translate that into mathematics so because computational goes back to the very basic principles of mathematics and we know that al-khawarizmi came out with the binary one and zero so those are the fundamentals part of it so from there the computers were developed and now that when we observe things we translate that into mathematics and it becomes the algorithm so how these things operate is actually based on these uh, simple algorithms that have been developed uh, so there are millions of algorithms actually and people keep on coming out with new algorithms as simple as like bean sprout kacang hijau eh? kalau kita tanam kita buat langkah pas so but uh, when you observe as simple as that but the environment also affects the way that uh, the growth of the plant okay it can be the the weather it can be the whether you have sufficient water you have sufficient light or not so these are all the observation so that's why when we create an algorithm all these parameters been taken into account so um so that's why the study or how people doing this is they really study about the end. They study about the end and then they come up with how ends movements are. Uh, and then if they talk about bees, they, they, and then they, from there, they designed it in the mathematics. They transform that into algorithm. So that's what artificial intelligence is all about. That's why uh, in basically what we say that whatever that we are creating, even the humanoid robot, we are actually imitating what um, God created. Okay, so obviously we cannot override or we cannot uh, overcome what uh, God has created, even though we can create as close as possible to the uh, human, which is the humanoid robot. Okay, so this is about the creation of Adam. Okay, again, there's a verse on, on that and about the human life. I think uh, a lot of people have been talking about this uh, already. So I just put it up uh, just to show that uh, the greatness of God in creating um, humans okay and um, over and above when we talk about AI just now when we talk about AI uh, we see that uh, basic principles is about the nature we translate into algorithms but uh, the main thing as I said the, the most widely used is still uh, a lot of things and even uh, Google they're using deep learning and deep learning is going back to the neural networks which is the neurons in our brains okay so if we talk uh, in uh, literally so the brain is about the akal right so if we uh, I'm using the Quran corpus uh, developed by Leeds University so uh, if we do that okay we will get uh, 49 times in the Quran, okay? 20, 49 times uh, it's been repeated uh, in uh, the, the verses of the Quran. Uh, but obviously, 
this is something that uh, because uh, I'm not expert in the translation, neither in Arabic, but when I read through a lot of uh, translation, be it in Bahasa or in English, uh, compared to the Arabic, I'm sure there are people here are very good in Arabic. So you see, uh, at times uh, it says reason, at times it's intellect, at times it's understood. So that's about akal. But another part is the uh, albab, okay, ulul albab. So this is about understanding. So uh, because we know that there are a lot of verses are saying that uh, about understanding. Kalau uh, in uh, in bahasa Melayu is about uh, sempurna akal, okay. Uh, so sempurna akal uh, or ulul albab basically is about understanding. So basically. What we are creating is actually the brain part and we are training. And after we train the robot, it can uh, learn from experience. Um, let's say because there are two parts in AI, they are supervised and they are also unsupervised uh, learning. So unsupervised learning, let's say we have already a robot with the cameras and whatnot. So we, we show the, the a figure like stealing. Okay, so keep on stealing and uh, for the robot, it will learn that maybe because nobody tells the robot, nobody teach the robot, and if it observes whatever the behavior, it will learn from the behavior and will it says that that's okay to steal. Uh, so these are something that is a bit of concern at times when we are playing around with AI uh, because it can capture images. Of course, we can control that. Uh, by putting some limitation and whatnot. Uh, so, of course, we can uh, say that in the development, uh, which is wrong, which is right. Uh, but we are also, I mean, currently, we are being the, the, the one that uh, uh, robots that are being created uh, widely is not just the supervised, it's also unsupervised. So, these are the, the, the part that sometimes uh, becoming that it can become a very dangerous uh, robot if uh, it keeps on seeing bad things. So if you if uh, we show uh, bad things to the robot, so it will train that, okay, let's say you show a weapons and use it for killing. Uh, so you can train and it keep on seeing same routine things like that and that's okay. So that can be part of it. But what I'm saying that's all about training. So that's why I'm saying that quite similar to a human because human when we don't have the belief, we, our faith is uh, not strong and we don't think about God, then therefore we do a lot of things that against the religion itself. So that's why I'm using this Ulul Albab is because uh, only when we remember God. Okay, so this is about, sorry. Okay, so uh, I'm taking this from Sahih International. So uh, this is uh, Al-Imran. Uh, verse 190. So indeed, in the creation of heavens and the earth and the alternation of the night and the days are signs for those who un of understanding. So if we look at the, the detail of it, it's actually about thinking of God and looking at uh, around us about the uh, God creations. And uh, the bottom here is who remember uh, Allah while standing or sitting on their sides and give thought uh, to the creation. Of the heavens and earth, our Lord, you did not create uh, us aimlessly um, that protect us from the punishment of the fire. So this is about thinking of God. So this is something that um, AI won't be able to do. 
Okay, because we can train the robot uh, about understanding God, like what just now we saw that the robots for um, Santo, for the, uh, I think that's for Catholic, and then they have the rabbi, and then they also have the for the Buddhist. Uh, so we can train the robot to learn about uh, our, uh, I mean, Islam as well. Uh, however, the robot itself do not have the understanding part about I mean, a two-way communication with the God, okay? So this is why, um, uh, otherwise, uh, when people ask me about how, uh, my personal perception is, yeah, we can create a similar to people uh, because uh, if we ourselves are not thinking of God, uh, meaning that uh, do we really have uh, the understanding or do we have the akal of akal yang sempurna? So uh, this is what um, for a Muslim to look at uh, the differences. I'm not talking about the roh or whatnot. It's just about thinking of God and the remembrance of God, actually. So then uh, we have this. Um, uh, again, uh, on the Sahih International. So this is uh, this is the notification for the people that they may be warned thereby and that they may know that he is but one God and that those of understanding will be reminded. So uh, the word Ulul Albab is the understanding, but um, I think uh, this one may be uh, given the chance that maybe the people from the uh, Arabic uh, or language uh, can uh, elaborate about the differences because as simple as in the Quran, we have Anas, we have Insan. So here we have Akhal, we have uh, Ulul Albab as well. Uh, so here uh, is all that I'm taking, whatever that just now is uh, here, we have Ulul Albab. And another part is when uh, I was looking at, uh, as I said, about the, the, the our eyes, our ears, Sama and Basal. Okay, again, uh, here is another... Um, verse uh, from Al-A'raf, okay? So, if we look at this again, the, the word uh, understand is loop, okay? Khulub. Uh, uh, so, th these are the things that uh, yet to be, uh, I think, for us to, to go deeper and to look at uh, the, the what we have here and in comparison about how we can argue about this humanoid robot. Okay, I'm just putting some verses here. So going back to the as simple as uh, we in uh, actually in university science, Islam, Malaysia, we talk about unification or integration. So um, we have the akli and nakli. So the akli part is whereby uh, we are doing this for the robot. Uh, but uh, we can also put up the content of the Quran, the tafsir, uh, uh, the translation in the robot, the content. The content is very important for the uh, for the humanoid robot. But obviously, as I said, the understanding or the thinking of God or the remembrance of God is the most important part. So this is come back to uh, when we say human and versus humanoid robot is a possibility. But when we talk about people who remember God, so we call it an insan. So inshallah, when we become an insan, nobody can duplicate us. Okay, so then we have the spiritual and the physical. So the jasad, just now we have sama, basa, kalam, hudra, irada. So this is basically going back to the makasih sharia.
So that's actually uh, about all that I just want to share because uh, they, they arise a concern about people keep on asking um, and they talk about soul or whatnot. For me, um, I'm not going to argue whether a robot got soul or not. If you look at uh, people uh, outside there, they are talking about robot does not have soul. But I think the most important part, if you just took look about the Ulul Albab just now, is the relationship with the Akal and the heart. Uh, it's the remembrance of God. So meaning that uh, that that particular part, we uh, it's not possible to be trained in a robot. So uh, then uh, this is actually the end of my talk. Uh, it's about human versus human and robot. And uh, even though we can do all these things uh, similar, exactly, or even exactly all the bone structures, um, very similar, and even the materials that we use can still be developed. Uh, but the, the remembrance of God is something that we cannot put into the AI part. But uh, eventually, you will be able to see, inshallah, uh, I believe myself personally, in maybe, uh, I'm not saying it now, but even though people claim in a few more years' time, but because the stiffness part, depending on how technology is growing, so maybe around 10 years' time, that we can able to purchase a robot uh, for ourselves that... Uh, I mean, uh, able to sweat, like just now to sweat, to smile, to uh, talk like how a human being uh, are talking. So that's a possible. And we can even uh, command the robot to do some things. Okay, can train uh, to do good things or even bad things. Okay, so that's all from me. Uh, a very small uh, sharing session with all of us here. So I think with that, thank you, Dr. Nurul Liza. Can I pass it back to you? Okay. Uh, thank you, Prof. Uh, Dr. Rosalina. Mashallah. Uh, Alhamdulillah for the the sharing. It just um struck to me that um the wonders of the human brain uh, that Allah have uh, I mean give to us uh, that has um. Um, lead to all the creations of uh, robots and the humanoid robots um, technologies that you have shared uh, with us just now. And um, thank you for sharing the, the, the Nakri and the Akri part as well. Um, and um, yeah, so uh, I just want to um, ask uh, our audience um, in uh, Facebook Live or in MS Team here, uh, whether if there are any questions that um, our audiences uh, wants to ask uh, to Prof. Rosalina. Ada, ada. Yeah, okay. Uh, boleh, silakan. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi uh, Terima kasih Prof. Rosalina. Pementangan yang amat menarik. Uh, pertamanya, uh, ada dua poin lah kat sini kan uh, yang mungkin kita boleh bincang sama-sama. Dan ini sebenarnya bukan soalan lah, perbincangan, kita nak buka minda kan. <coughs> yang pertamanya bila Prof sebut tadi orang yang mula-mula menginovasikan ataupun invent penciptaan robot ni. Saya cuba duk-duk fikir kan, dalam Quran dan hadis ni ada, ada asas ataupun ada sumber tak yang kita boleh rojok kan. Jadi uh, teringatlah satu ayat dalam Quran uh, berkenaan dengan cerita Nabi Ibrahim uh, ketika kaum dia apa uh, menuduh Nabi Ibrahim uh, memecahkan uh, berhala kan. 
Jadi uh, Nabi Ibrahim sebut apa? Uh, dalam surah Al-Anbiya ayat 63. Qala bal fa'alahu kabiruhum hadha fas'aluhum in kanu yantiqun. Nabi Ibrahim kata yang buat ni adalah berhala yang besar. Okey. Uh, jadi hampa ni dia kata dekat kaum dia hampa tanya berhala-berhala yang dipecahkan itu kalau mereka boleh bercakap. Okey, jadi kan uh, mungkinlah uh, para inventors tu dia melihat wallah alam kan, betul tak betul kan teori ni. Tapi mungkin boleh dijadikan sebagai asas uh, perbincangan. Uh, mungkin mereka melihat ayat ini yang peta- uh, yang pertama ada dua poin kan. Yang pertama perbuatan So kita faham kalau berhala yang biasa-biasa ni ataupun patung ni dia sekadar patung yang yang diamlah yang tak gerak hmm. tak bercakap. Tapi hmm. disebut di sini bal fa'alahu kabiruhum. bahala yang paling besar itulah yang memecahkan bahala-bahala yang yang ada di sekeliling tu. So maksudnya benda tu boleh bergerak. Okey. Yang peta- yang kedua Nabi Ibrahim sebut fas'aluhum in kanu yantiqun. Hampa tanyalah berhala-berhala ni kalau mereka boleh bercakap. Ha, jadi ada dua dua poin situ satu perbuatan dan satu lagi cakap apa cakapan. Jadi mungkinlah ha, di sini asas bagaimana para apa, pencipta pencipta robot ni lah kan. Wallah alam. Ini sekadar teori je lah kan. Hmm. Uh, yang kedua uh, ni amat penting juga uh, di mana tadi prof pun ada kongsi kan uh, beberapa jenis robot uh, apa yang dibuat yang menyerupai apa uh, manusia dan sebagainya. Jadi uh, mau tak mau kita berhadapan dengan uh, beberapa isu syariah. Dan antaranya uh, kalaulah robot-robot itu dijual kan dan ada orang beli. Jadi mungkinlah mungkin ada beberapa individu kata uh, aku tak mampu nak kahwin. Uh, tapi aku bimbang terjerumus dalam uh, zina contohnya. Jadi aku melakukan hubungan jenis dengan robot ni. So aku tak berzina. Kan? Cuma dari satu sudut mungkin kita kata ya kan bukan bukan berzina tapi itu telah menyalahi maqasid syariah dalam penjagaan apa annasar ataupun keturunan. Jadi mungkin di situ peranan Yusim kan boleh apa kita kata nilah membuat satu kita panggil macam uh, panduan dan sebagainya kan uh, penggunaan robot-robot ni lah itu saja Prof, terima kasih Prof okay, Terima kasih Prof Irwan for sharing ya yeah, maybe the invention because kita pun tahu kan invention ni akan datang dari masa ke semasa there must be a basis for people to think and uh, ya yeah, betul saya pun uh, bila berkongsi ni sebenarnya kita faham ramai eh, ustaz-ustaz di USIM uh, especially when I talk just now about the Arabic uh, part okay uh, a lot of things and I think it's part of our duty jugalah sebab kita tak boleh nak halang so macam tadi saya purposely kongsi penjualan robot waiter tu sebenarnya bila dah dijual semua orang boleh beli that little Sophia and little Einstein also in the market so soon kalau uh, Tesla memaklumkan Sophia will be available uh, actually dia kata in few years time we don't know but looking at uh, once dia ada mass production 
Uh, then memang dia, semua orang boleh uh, ada uh, apa ni robot-robot yang seperti itu. That's why uh, salah satunya juga mungkin dari segi content is very important for us. Sebab kalau kita tengok tadi, uh, religion lain dah ada ya. Content-content uh, mengenai yang they create santo, yang rabbi tadi and then uh, even Buddhist. So tak salah juga kalau certain uh, basic principles, uh, kalau the mainan or the toys can be that uh, robot-like but we can learn from the robot some simple, uh, I mean we're not talking that semua uh, jarak agama tu boleh belajar tapi macam kita baca buku but it'll be interesting. So ini uh, antaranya actually hanya untuk uh, sharing. That's why I say it's a very small sharing so that we can look because the most uh, uh, interesting part in my life uh, actually uh, when I move here sebab kalau tidak tu memang pakai je AI memang buat dah image processing and speech processing but when I came to USIM it's whereby I start to look about the the one that the samak the basa actually it's been devastated in Quran so perkara-perkara sebegitulah jadi banyak benda yang kita dapat uh, learn throughout this and we can share a lot uh, to people so I think that's a very good sharing thank you Prof. Ibuan ada hmm. lagi ke? Alain ke? Terima kasih Prof. Ibuan atas sharing dan cadangan uh, kita ada soalan Uh, yes, daripada audiens. Silakan. Uh, Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Hmm. Saya aktif dari kolej ini Singsan. Dengar tak suara saya sebab saya dekat, yes. uh. Uh, dekat, dekat pusat kuarantin ni. KGI. Kita ada KGI students here uh-huh. dengan kita hari ni. Uh-huh. Jadi macam kalau sebab mungkin saya budak uh, sekolah muka mungkin kurang uh, terasa tapi macam jadi, pas pilih konteks of the presentation lebih kepada konteks of relating the apa, Al-Quran dan AI, machine learning and so on and so forth kan. Jadi, macam contohlah dalam situation yang kemudian kita berdebat atau berbincang dengan orang lain kan. Uh, bagi saya ataupun macam saya dengar, orang kata sebab AI ni, machine learning semua tu adalah macam kita quote and quote playing God. Maksudnya macam kita kita cuba uh, nak jadi apa Tuhan atau nak buat-buat lain macam jadi macam kalau um, kalau dalam kata pendek ataupun dalam paragraf yang mudah macam mana kita nak buka bahawa macam bahawa AI and machine learning semua tu bukan uh, kita boleh juga tapi instead of tapi sebenarnya kita nak apa kita try kita hanya imitate apa ciptaan Tuhan betul lah eh, kalau kita cakap apa-apa panjang tadi tapi macam saya nak sampaikan dalam bentuk pendek dan mudah macam mana? Um, okay, so um, okay. Okay, uh, in the simple as possible, uh, okay, uh, kalau kata tadi sebab saya termis satu benda, uh, adakah apa ni uh, adik Atif nak, nak cakap maksudnya uh, at the moment people are talking that AI can be God, is it? Yang itu ke saya terlepas? No, 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 macam, macam ada certain yang berfikiran lain macam dari segi etikanya kita AI ni seolah-olah kita paying God kita cuba menjadi Tuhan untuk sesuatu benda Aha, macam kita cuba Tuhan buat manusia lain ha, itulah itu maksud saya adakah Aha, okay. segi nak extend dari segi etikal Islam Okay, so memanglah tapi kalau kita tengok balik, uh, that's why I share, that's why, okay, uh, as simple as that, uh, God create us, okay, and bukan kita sajalah because kalau kita kata tadi, uh, any uh, things that uh, around us, okay, daripada universe dan sebagainya, but as simple as salah satunya adalah manusia lah, so jadi balau kita pun, 
kita yang diberikan akal fikiran memang kita diberikan all this thinking untuk mencipta juga sebab untuk membantu macam kita buat benda kecil je buat pisau ke apa pun we do invent things because we are being uh, ni so kalau tadi uh, kalau kita tengok uh, Adam punya creation tadi kalau ayat yang saya kongsi tadi tu uh, adalah about being given the knowledge okay So memang diberikan knowledge dah kepada kita daripada uh, awal tu jadi masa kita uh, kecil pun kita dah diberikan uh, uh, the training that's why I said that kalau kita tengok okay yang ini eh. so uh, Allah give Adam knowledge of the nature and reality of all things okay so yang itu maksudnya kita kena faham benda tu dululah maksudnya kita diberikan sedikit uh, apa ni uh, knowledge uh, masa waktu Adam dan obviously it come through after that lah okay dan kalau kita nak kata kita boleh mencipta daripada mana asalnya kalau as simple as uh, mungkin uh, kawan-kawan ke kalau kita nak tanya if you want to argue macam mana kalau kita nak mencipta if we don't have any knowledge where does this knowledge come from that's why tadi AI tu sendiri pun dia hanyalah berdasarkan nature jadi kalau tanpa nature again who created nature uh, so kalau kita nak claim that we are God and we can create uh, robots and what not yang memang macam human life we can never beat that because whatever that we are creating pun berdasarkan prinsip yang balik kepada asal dia which is God's creation. Itu yang kalau kata cara mudahnya, satu. Yang keduanya, kalau pun kita kata kita boleh create, okay, so itu yang kita ambil balik dalil tadi daripada Al-Quran sendiri yang menyatakan kalau tidak sempur, kalau kita tidak mengingat Allah, remembrance of God, meaning that kita ni seolah-olah tidak berakal lah. Uh, so this is what Allah give us. Uh, so that's why we, uh, I mean kadang-kadang kita buat um, dosa ataupun kesalahan lah dari situ. But as simple, kalau in a layman term, you can say that, okay, if you want to be the God now, uh, and kalau dia nak kata semula jadi pun, uh, kita create tu pun daripada semula jadi tu masih berdasarkan konsep-konsep yang dah ada. Tak ada satu pun setakat ni algorithm yang tidak berdasarkan nature. AI punya algorithm. Uh, I mean so far that through my findings lah memang saya pun dah lama eh dah beberapa tahun dah in this AI saya tak pernah lagi jumpa whatever it is the mathematics come from the nature so itu kalau boleh lah kalau uh, Atif rasa um, itu mungkin cara yang mudah untuk explain because you can play the role of God but you can, I mean you can claim you want to play the role of God but definitely you can okay because you are going back to the nature to even create that So you are nobody. Uh, so kalau kita tengok balik la khawlallahu wa ta'ala billahi azim, you are nobody. In fact, you are actually nobody because what we are doing is just we are imitating the God creation. Assalamualaikum. Salam. Okay, eh? Okay. Alright. Okay. Um, ya, yeah, siapa? Ah, Prof Prof tadi. Terima kasih atas peluang diberikan. Tahniah Prof uh, Rosalina eh atas pembentangan yang menarik. Banyak saya belajar juga. Okey, uh, pertama sekali tentang uh, saya percaya apa yang dibuat tadi uh, saya antara information baru yang saya dapat ialah tentang AI the origin of AI tu maksudnya daripada system of nature eh? dan uh, yang menarik juga kalau kita lihat dalam Quran memang Allah suruh kita study nature kan unzur kan uh, apa apalah yang zuru na ilal ibili kaifah khuliqa dan tidak akan melihat kepada unta macam mana dijadikan jadi Unzur, An-Nazur itu adalah perintah yang banyaklah lebih dari 30 kali disebut dalam Quran 
Jadi meneliti tentang nature tu adalah perintah Allah. Itu itu kadang-kadang kita miss sebenarnya. Jadi uh, mengkaji binatang, mengkaji sistem, mengkaji semut sebenarnya adalah perintah Allah. Siapa yang buat tu dengan niat mentaati perintah Allah adalah ibadat. Okey, jadi daripada information yang saya dapat ni dapati bahawa AI sebenarnya asalnya adalah satu bentuk ibadat. Orang yang mengkaji sistem dia adalah mentaati perintah Allah. Cuma apabila kita dengar perkataan AI tu nampak macam, uh, ini macam robot punya komputer tak ada kaitan pun dengan Islam kan. Tapi kita tengok origin, eh, semuanya daripada sistem-sistem nature yang ciptaan Tuhan. Jadi, it's not that far lah. Jadi, saya rasa pendedahan ini memberikan kita satu link bahawa di sana, kita hmm. boleh link pun dengan Al-Quran, dengan perintah Allah. Jadi, itu saya percaya uh, satu apa, uh, sumbangan pendedahan yang cukup menarik dan sangat-sangat uh, baguslah kalau kita boleh kembangkan dan dari sini kita nampak bahawa AI sebenarnya daripada nature daripada perintah Allah yang suruh kaji nature cuma kita umat Islam ni kita tak nampak benda ni kita oh. hanya kaji itu untuk ibadat untuk fiqah untuk syariah and then that's it kita lupa untuk kaji tentang nature itu the missing part jadi insyaAllah dengan ada pendedahan macam ni saya rasa kita boleh uh, satukan pemikiran kita kita boleh integratekan uh, bidang-bidang yang ada ni dengan Islam dengan Al-Quran, sendiri saya rasa kita ada good uh, foundation untuk kita uh, buat anjakan yang lebih lanjut lagi. Okey, dengan uh, isu dia sudut uh, uh, menjadi Tuhan dan sebagainya, dia sudut ni dia tidak timbul isu jelas sebab uh, bukan tidak timbul, dia ada beberapa penjelasan. Uh, pertama sekali, sebenarnya Allah suruh kita berakhlak macam Allah. Al-Quran, wa ahsin kama ahsan Allahu ilaika. Maksudnya Allah suruh kita berbuat baik sama Allah berbaik pada kita. Jadi uh, Allah suruh dia dalam tasawuf dia ada takhaluk bi'akhlaqillah. Berakhlak dengan akhlak Allah. Jadi itu Allah suruh. Jadi umat-umat tasawuf pun itu masuk berakhlak dengan Allah macam mana? Allah buat baik pada kita, dia bagi pemaaf pada kita. Jadi kita kena macam tu juga dengan makhluk Allah. Jadi uh, dalam konteks Uh, tadi tu kita kena maksudnya kita walaupun kita jadi kita cipta robot dan sebagainya humanoid ni kita kena uh, buat benda tu berdasarkan ketaatan pada Allah lah ha, gitu jangan kita buat benda yang buat maksiat tu kita sendiri pun salah kalau kita buat maksiat tapi kita buat uh, halakan robot tu kalah ketaatan Allah kalah kebaikan manusia itu tak ada masalah lah ok so quite interesting dan uh, yang kalau tengok dengan Al-Quran juga banyak ayat Al-Quran tentang di mana uh, para nabi ni menghidupkan benda yang dah mati ya macam nabi Isa berlaku nabi nabi Ibrahim pun kan tadi Prof Ibrahim sebut tentang kisah patung tu kan tapi dalam konteks yang lainnya contohnya uh, menghidupkan burung kan uh, burung dia potong-potong dia hidupkan balik dia panggil jadi itu tanda kekuasaan Allah jadi nak beritahu apa Allah tu dia uh, dia punya kuasa tu beyond tak ada limit lah soal lagi tu jadi cuma kita ni manusia ni dia suruh dia bagi kita akal dan dia suruh kita kaji tentang nature dan apabila kita kaji nature, kita faham nature, kita faham cause and effect dalam nature tu di situlah kita menguasai dunia sebenarnya dan itu disebut dalam dalam surah Al-Kahfi kan kalau kita tengok surah Zulqarnain ya Zulqarnain dia inna makanna fil ardi wa ataina min kulli shay'in sababa kenapa zulkarnain tu diberi kuasa untuk menguasai alam kerana dia tahu knowledge tentang sebab cause and effect jadi itu itu uh, di sebalik surah al-kahfi yang kita baca jadi cause and effect itu yang dikaji oleh dalam artificial intelligence dia tahu sistem tu jadi dia boleh kaji dan kajian cause and effect itulah menyebabkan manusia pergi ke angkasa lepas dia boleh kuasai alam 
kena faham cause and effect dan sains mengkaji cause and effect cuma kita dalam masalah pengajian Islam kita sih ada masalah dengan cause and effect tu juga tapi itu another session lah tapi itu saya rasa kongsian ni membuka minda dan juga inilah yang kita nak develop the UC sebenarnya juga sampai ni kita nak develop dan ini kerjasama daripada bidang Quran Sunnah dan sebagainya ni kita develop dan kita explore banyak yang kita boleh lagi. Sama orang muda anak saintis-saintis muda kita yang dengar benda juga saya rasa mereka di KJI lagi kan. Ini akan menjadi motivasi mereka untuk dig more and explore insya-Allah. Okey, terima kasih Prof. Kian, Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi. Thank you for the conscious juga eh. Okey, um, actually itulah ada juga bincang dengan Dr. Nuruliza maybe kalau ada siri akan datang we can talk about human intelligence and the AI itself and then the sama bahasa part. Dia quite a few things lah bin apa ni saya dan juga team ya. Memang kita ada mengkaji sebesedikit lah. Bolehlah dibuat perkongsian. Cumanya my limitation is on the Arabic. So Alhamdulillah ada ustaz-ustaz di sini yang boleh membantu. So thank you so much. I think this is something tu sebab tu saya kata hanya perkongsian yang kecil ya daripada saya. A small sharing session for me. InsyaAllah kalau boleh. Saya boleh buat boleh buat seminar AI tu. Oh, boleh. Betul kat tu. <laughs> Bagus cadangan Pak Iwan. <laughs> Kita boleh. Dia, dia banyak lah sebab tadi tu memang bagi overview je. Sikit je. That, that's why uh, I think uh, just uh, starting lah tu kata kalau nak go deeper uh, we can see that macam mana benda tu being translated into mathematics and further lah. Tapi yang itu akan jadi a bit mungkin uh, audience uh, akan bosan. I'm not sure but Uh, we we can try to to share lah insyaAllah. Uh, tu bagus tu sebab ada student KGI ya. Adik-adik yang anak-anak lah untuk saya ya. Uh, Alhamdulillah hopefully ada ramai lagi anak-anak KGI juga yang bersama kita. Uh, so, kita nak lahirkan Khawarizmi baru daripada KGI juga. Daripada UC. Yeah, about 3 years ago saya pernah duduk dengan beberapa pelajar kan untuk session profesor bersama ni. Tapi uh, dah lama dah tak ada. So insyaAllah dah buka ni boleh lah dah tak ada COVID ni. Uh, mungkin we can have session with the anak-anak KGI juga. Yeah, InsyaAllah. Insya uh, terima kasih uh, Prof. Radhi atas uh, sharing just now. Um, sangat-sangat uh, bermanfaat untuk kita semua dan uh, Prof. Rosalina juga. Uh, saya just nak open one last uh, question. Kalau ada. Saya ada. Uh, Dr. Noliza, Dr. Sapura ni. Ah, ya. Okey. Izinkan saya. Uh, moderator, uh, terima kasih Prof. Rosalina kerana satu apa perbincangan sangat menarik. Uh, saya nak bertanya ya tentang baru-baru ini tentang inovasi yang apa tu hati hinzer tu ya yang dipindahkan kepada hati manusia itu. Uh, saya nak tanya ya, uh, adakah dia melibatkan uh, AI? Karena saya rasa walaupun ianya satu hati uh, binatang tetapi saya mendapat, saya mungkin ada yang saya ialah ia akan melibatkan elemen-elemen mechanical atau technical lah bila proses pemindahan itu. Yang keduanya is dari sudut etiknya, adakah boleh ya uh, jantung uh, binatangnya dimasukkan ke dalam jantung manusia. Dan yang ketiga mungkin saya nak bertanya lah orang-orang FSU ni dari sudut hukumnya jika ia dilakukan atau uh, pemindahan itu dilakukannya uh, ke, ke seorang muslim 
uh, bolehkah ia dilakukan jika ia berdasarkan makasih syariah yang konsep nyawa itu, yang memelihara nyawa itu? Itu saja uh, saya ingin bertanya. Terima kasih Prof. Terima kasih Datin. Uh, dia lari sikit ya. Okey sebab yang pertama tu sebenarnya uh, actually it's more on the medical. Eh. Mungkin Dr. Nuruliza boleh jawab yang itu. Uh, it's, uh, it's not uh, into the um, hardware or software components. It's actually uh, real organs eh, daripada Kinsey. So yang itu macam juga pemindahan buah pinggang dan sebagainya. Cuma yang ini melibatkan binatang. So I think Dr. Nuriza lah. Yang dua dan tiga tu saya rasa saya serah dekat uh, pengarah Ifah lah kot. Ya. Uh, <laughs> sebab saya bukan pakar dalam situ uh, mengenai etik dan juga hukum dan sebagainya. Okay, mungkin Dr. Nuriza boleh share this is about uh, transplant lah kan? Uh, saya, saya pun uh, rasa sebenarnya uh, bab medical ni tak ada apa yang apa ni kot, it's, it's the same lah like uh, apa ni organ transplantation lah ataupun kalau kita ada, saya nampak ada few of our apa um, ni Uh, medical doctors kat sini kalau boleh bagi pandangan um, tapi saya rasa yang lebih uh, apa ni uh, pen- menarik sekali dan penting adalah dari sudut uh, syariah tu saya rasa ha. Ha. So, mungkin kalau uh, Dr. Irwan, uh, Prof. Irwan boleh bagi pandangan kita buat syarahan syarahan uh, asing <laughs> <laughs> Okay sebab dia tak ada melibatkan uh, uh, Datin sebab yang kita bercakap ni memang uh, mechanical walaupun dia buat tisu tu is actually uh. using the materials uh, of uh, ni lah uh, dia ada processing lah okay it's not uh, human punya apa apa not not kind of a real uh, makhluk punya organs lah. Hmm. We talk about humanoid robots okay. Dr. Kaisli ke nampak ada tadi? Ya yeah, bro. Assalamualaikum, uh, terima kasih Prof atas apa perkongsian ni And sebenarnya saya nak apa reflect balik, throwback balik Prof pernah juga kita bincang dulu Tentang <laughs> tentang ayat ni lah, surah An-Nur ayat uh, 45 uh, Tentang apa, uh, Allah jadi Allah Allah jadikan dabah ataupun uh, terrestrial animals from water And then ada yang berjalan uh, dua kaki Uh, empat kaki so dia uh, relate dengan apa uh, algorithms on uh, mechanical, uh, mechanical robotics kan uh, tapi yang menariknya prof tanya saya uh, okey kalau kita apa kalau kita kata ni datang daripada ayat Quran tapi kalau orang-orang dari daripada IBM macam prof punya pengalaman dulu kan uh, mereka akan kata kita tak tahu pun benda ni datang daripada Al-Quran kita hanya observe nature so hari ni saya dah dapat dah jawapan <laughs> jawapan yang dipendaki <laughs> Iaitu kita akan cakap, okay, you observe from nature, so nature, who created nature? So jawapan dia memang Allah lah yang create nature. So that's the answer. Uh, dan satu lagi, saya nak bagi tahu tentang, apa nak share tentang ayat ni. Surah Al-An'am, ayat 38. Allah kata, Wama uh, wama minda batin wala ta'ir yatiru bijanahaihi illa umamun amsalukum. Allah kata, uh, tidak ada haiwan yang melata di atas muka bumi dan yang uh, terbang dengan dua sayapnya ataupun dengan sayapnya kecuali mereka umat-umat seperti kamu. Okay, umamun amsalukum. Dalam English, translated into communities like you. So, itulah sebenarnya uh, ayat yang boleh menjadi inspirasi, yang menjadi inspirasi kepada all these nature observations sampai kita boleh uh, come up with all sorts of algorithms. Semua melihat lebah dan sebagainya And translate itu apa 
thanks to Al-Khawarizmi lah yang mengajar kita macam mana nak translate nature into all these mathematical algorithms. So itu saya, saya nak share tu dan terima kasih Prof. Okay, thank you. Okay, sebenarnya uh, dulu masa saya duduk about three years ago dengan anak-anak KGI, one of the project yang I wanted to do is itulah bean sprout, itulah tanam uh, kacang hijau aja. So, we observe from yeah, there yeah, then we <laughs> tapi dengan COVID dan macam-macam lah sibuk sikit. So, jadi yang itu sebenarnya anak-anak KGI kalau memanglah kita tengok tadi macam-macam ya daripada nature but kalau nak mudah kalau budak-budak sekolah ni biasa je tanam uh, kacang hijau tu kan naik pokok kan tauge. Uh, jadi then you can use a different parameter setting dan sebagainya. Again it's nature. You need water, you need light. Okay. Then at the end of the day you translate that into mathematics and we can have our own algorithm. It might be good, it might not be good but at least then you boleh nampak macam mana nak jadikan satu algorithm daripada nature. Itu uh, tadi adik Atif mungkin kalau berminat lah. Uh, but we have to do all the setting lah. Uh, apa ni, uh, ada cahaya, tak ada cahaya, ada air. Macam yang kita buat sekolah rendah tu semua. Uh, then you translate that. So you can write a simple algorithm, a nature-based algorithm. Call it a bean sprout or what not. It might not be so complicated or complex like what we have like neural networks ke apa. Uh, tetapi from there it's a starting point for us to, to grow uh, other algorithms from there. Alright, uh, terima kasih uh, Fazli. So uh, and thank you again to Prof. Dr. Lusaina. So saya rasa kalau dah tak ada apa-apa soalan, ada lagi tak last final question sebelum kita wrap up? Uh, we have already reached uh, towards uh, the end of our series syarahan yang pertama. Okay. Um, kalau dah tak ada apa-apa persoalan ataupun komen uh, kepada Prof. Dr. Rosalina okay, I just, uh, saya just nak cakap terima kasih banyak kepada semua yang mendengar dan uh, bertanya serta memberi komen okay, uh, terima kasih juga um, saya nampak ada ramai juga adik-adik uh, anak-anak KGI kita kolej uh, Genius Insan daripada USIM okay, terima kasih kerana mendengar dan join right So uh, saya just nak simpulkan daripada apa yang Prof cakap tadi berkenaan dengan human and versus uh, human robots tu uh, pada pandangan saya lah uh, at the end of the day dia berbalik um, sebaik baik atau buruknya sesuatu perkara dalam konteks ni the robot uh, human robots tu dia berbalik kepada kita balik as uh, sebagai manusia sebab kita yang mencipta human robots tu betul tak Prof? So Uh, actually dia boleh learn eh. <laughs> okay. uh, kita yang mencipta tapi uh, uh, if we allow the robot to walk around as I said dia boleh capture tu apa yang dia nampak tu dia boleh evolve hmm. okay. so, jadi kalau dia, dia keluar tu uh, dia pergi tengok um, uh, benda yang uh, katalah benda maksiat eh, contohnya jadi dia tengok benda tu oh, boleh buat lah uh, macam tu so dia akan uh, retrain because from the image that they capture tu Uh, dia tak tahu benda tu salah. Macam budak-budak lah kan. Dia makan pun dia, benda apa pun dia makan kan. Uh, jadi macam tu. So dia benda tu mungkin boleh makan walaupun benda tu tak boleh makan. Uh, something like that. Uh, hmm. So yeah, but we have to always be there but eventually itu yang the, a bit yang selalu dia orang kata a scary part tu kalau kita lepas dan dia boleh evolve like that. So because uh, the, that is the unsupervised uh, learning tu. Tapi of course there are the limitation there but it can become a very bad robots lah. Uh, but uh, itulah maksudnya kalau kita nak buat tu parameter yang hukum tu kena masuk lah yang mana tak boleh tu dah awal-awal kita dah kata salah. Maksudnya hmm. kita dah kena tahu yang salah. 
Hmm. Ha, macam kita lah dididik kan. Kita dididik aa, benda ni salah, yang ini haram, yang ini hak. Benda tu kena ada dalam robot yang kalau kita nak buat yang islamik punya robot lah. Hmm. Aa, sebab dia, it goes back to the content lah. Hmm. InsyaAllah, insyaAllah. So itulah saya rasa that's uh, where uh, Usim uh, punya part lah kot eh, Prof <laughs> to take up the challenge. Okay. So uh, saya just nak uh, akhiri dengan uh, one of your ayat tadi yang Prof tanya. Okay. Uh, after kita dah dengar uh, perkongsian daripada Prof Dr. Rosalina tu. Um, so are we as humans uh, becoming more robotic? Okay. So saya just nak leave uh, with that sentence daripada Prof Rosalina tadi. Dan uh, terima kasih sekali lagi kepada semua yang mendengar. Okay. Uh, semoga ianya bermanfaat buat semua dan terima kasih banyak kepada Prof Dr. Rosalina Abdul Salam kerana sudi menjadi penceramah kita pada hari ini dan uh, dengan itu saya sudahi uh, kita punya siri syaihan dengan wabillahi taufiq wal hidayah assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh terima kasih